This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill Bigman along with my wife, Jerry. And we're in here, actually, we're talking about marriage today. And part of marriage is being with the other spouse, idiosyncrasies at all. And I've always said, you are like the princess and the pea. Like, I everything am. has to be perfect with Jerry. Is this right? Is it facing my mouth right? I don't know. Put it however you want it. It's it looks a little high to me. That's what I thought. I think it needs... Is that good? This table keeps moving. She... It's because you keep twisting the whole I'm t- thing. <laughs> Are you comfortable? <laughs> You're just in here with the show. I cannot tell you how many adjustments to the mic that she made. I don't feel like you're close enough to me, Bill. So then I move my clothes over. Mark, chair over. Mark's like, you're off center. Well, Jerry's like, am I off center? No, you're perfect. Oh, I'm perfect. I'm like, yeah, because I'm moving for you, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? I'll try to get over and make you happy. It's all about me. It's all about Jerry. So it's like the mic. No, this is too high. It's too low. It's like, this is my whole life. This has been my life for like 30. I don't know how many years we've been married. It's been a long time. I mean, I'm trying to think how many years have we been married. 37. 37 years. Yeah. I can't stop remembering. (laughs) (laughs) You're driving me crazy. To the moon, Alice. Anybody yeah. remember the Jackie Gleason? The honey, I, don't the they, the yeah. I don't even know if they could get away with saying that stuff. Like, remember, remember he used to say to his wife, like, he, did he used to put, like, did he used the to fist. shake his fist on the show? Did he used to do that? Yeah. She wasn't putting up with it. Wait, wait, to the moon, Alice? Yeah. Was that what he would say? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And it wasn't like, love you to the moon and back either. No, it was like, it was I'm like, going to punch you to the moon. Yeah, I'm going to punch you to the moon. Like, but he never, never touched her. No, that of was course hilarious. not. That would be terrible. We would never <laughs> recommend violence at all. But I will say there's a song, Hotel California. These are part of the lyrics of the song, The Hotel California. And I have a wedding coming up this weekend, so I might actually use these lyrics. But there she stood in the doorway. And I think about marriage, you know, and the guy standing there and, and his bride-to-be first enters into the back doorway. It's a beautiful moment. There she stood in the doorway. I heard the mission bell. And I was thinking to myself, this could be heaven or this could be hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's marriage, right? This could be heaven or this could be hell, right? I bet you there are people listening to this podcast that are, you're going to relate to that because you're like, oh no, you know, my marriage is heaven. And some of you might think, man, it's been a bit contentious. Like we're not getting Mm -hmm. along. Don't really feel like we love each other at this moment. Yeah. People go through a lot of hard times. Right. So there's some truth to those lyrics Mm -hmm. in a secular song. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, okay. So we're going to talk about that a little bit and talk about communication too. I think Mm -hmm. it's one of the main things I want to hit on. I'm going to hit on some of the basis of marriage too. Like here's a good verse on the basics of marriage. Uh, Sometimes I'll talk to couples and you just realize they don't even know what the basics of marriage is. They don't even know how it's supposed to work from a biblical perspective. And when you don't have that information, and you're just out there doing what you think. Well, of course, you think you're right. So right. so the husband thinks, well, of course, I'm right. I'm the husband. And the wife thinks, no, I'm right. 
Well, let's just not worry about who's right. Let's just go to the Bible and say, are we to the Bible standards, right? Yeah, and I think so many times people base how they view marriage or how they behave in a marriage on how their parents' marriage was or their grandparents' marriage rather than how the Bible lays it out. I think some people are sinking and they don't realize how big mm-hmm. the hole in the side of the Titanic is. And you want to see them to be able to overcome, but being able to assess where I'm actually at in marriage is really, really important. Yeah, and it is. Not understanding. Sometimes you'll, you'll talk to couples and they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, we have sex three times a year. I just thought that was normal for people <laughs> my age. And I'm thinking to myself, I certainly hope not. Yeah. Like, not normal. And they don't realize that as a gauge of barometer, I mean, things are really going badly. Mm-hmm. It's like if you look at social media and you're never in your spouse's social media pictures, there may be a problem. Right. There may be a reason why you got cropped out of every picture there is. <laughs> Maybe you need to start paying attention to what's going on around you. But when I, when I think about the Bible says, you know, husbands obviously are supposed to love their wives. Mm-hmm. The wife's never commanded to love their husband. What do you think about that? I think because if the husband does show love to the wife, you naturally are going to. So the Bible doesn't have to tell you to love loving. your husband because the wife naturally is going to love the husband. I think so. Yeah. yeah I, would, I would agree with that. But there is something about... Hey, the Bible says you're supposed to love me. You're supposed to love even your enemies. Just love me. Well, I would say this. How about you make yourself a little more lovable? Mm-hmm. What about the lovability factor? In other words, that I not just count on the fact, well, you're a Christian and we're married and we're committed. So it doesn't matter how I talk to you. It doesn't matter how I treat you. You just have to love me anyway. Right. No, you have to do your part to make the relationship good. <laughs> Right. So yeah. from my perspective, then I would want to make myself lovable to you. Mm-hmm. Right. I think so. Right. Better get working on that. No. Well, I know. Well, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's what I'm really thinking, you know, because. It's true, though. You know what I mean? Because I think sometimes people make excuses. Well, that's just the way I am. Or that's just, you know, the way my family is. We're this family. And that's, you know, deal with it kind All of right. thing. As opposed to. No, sometimes you need to look in the mirror and say, how would I like it if they acted that way toward me? Right. But I think that, what would you say? I mean, to say to a guy, you know, how can I be more lovable to my wife? I think probably maybe case by case is different, but in a general sense. Well, I think number one, you have to know your wife and know what's important to her. Okay. You know, different women are different as far as what makes them happy or what bothers them. So right. you really have to be familiar. I think one is one thing. And another, I think is just, you know, just say the kind words, you know, I mean, you're good at that. You're always, you know, saying kind things and building me up and it's good because it gives you security, you know, in your relationship. And I think, you know, if the spouse never says anything positive to the other person or never acts in a positive way, that can lead to, you know, insecurity and, kind of animosity at times so you've too. just stated how i make myself lovable to absolutely you. i've i am i am i give You're you a lot a of compliments i mean are. i tell yeah. you every day how pretty you are pretty much yeah i mean i say it every day yeah, i say, say it, i me. say it all yep. the time yep. you know good job and mm-hmm. things like that if something's aggravating no, not saying that i can't get grumpy or cross we all do for you what makes you lovable to me can we have a pause in the show for a minute <laughs> i'm just gonna no, um, the list I, is so long. Yeah, right. I would say going places with me, you know, yeah. definitely gives a lovability factor in that, you know, I'm so driven to be outdoors. I, I like to kayak the other night. It was pretty windy. It was very, I mean, windy. there were times when I was filming you, I, it's not really filming, but video recording off my phone. 
and you were in front of me and your kayak was disappearing behind this wave and then rising. And then I lost sight of it again. And it was, you know, because it was a pretty good swell, mm-hmm. you know, decent, decent breeze. You know, you went out with me anyway and we had, yeah. we had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You're Sometimes gonna... I don't feel like going, but once I get there, I always enjoy it. Yeah. But I'm saying you went out on Sunday. We did a six mile hike because mm-hmm. I was determined to find... <laughs> Find this waterfalls and I'm so wasn't really reading directions very well. <laughs> honestly, like if somebody said is build detail oriented on a scale of one to ten, man, I want to be. I would say five, maybe. Yeah, depends on what it is. It depends on what it is. I mean, yeah, I can look down. I know how to get from A to Z. Like, yeah. I will know how to get plants in the ground and what needs to be done. I, I think you're detail-oriented when it comes to, like, your job and, you know, things that are truly important. But when it comes to someone giving you some directions, you glance at it quick and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's here, it. it's here. I got that's it. That's me yeah. to a T. I mean, Un- I got- until we hike up a stream that's not the stream we're supposed to be hiking up. And then Bill's like, well, the, that's not the waterfall in the picture. It must be past this waterfall so we climb the waterfall it was like crazy he goes come on we can do it i'm like there's nowhere to put your feet there's it was it was actually intimidating it was actually (laughs) intimidating to to climb this waterfall and i'm looking at it because there's no place on land to climb no you have to climb through the water yeah at different spots that slick i know the light gray if you're in ohio the light gray stone the water washes over it the most and therefore, there's less algae on it because it has yeah. more water pressure because, and, and less still water but on it. But it's like an incline. But, you know, but it was it like this. Much. Yeah, I mean, we're climbing <laughs> up a falls like this. And so it was kind of scary because there weren't any real handholds or anything. And we get up there, all the way up there. And I get up on top of the second falls. I've talked to him doing it because I'm like, well, if somebody else I'm like, did it. I'm not doing it. He goes, come on, then I'm just going to leave you here. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm I'm like, well, those are the two options. I got to go find this fall so I can leave you here and you're welcome to stay or you can come up here. And I'm like, they did it. They did it. Like the people, obviously if they came and found this falls that they, they, they did this. And so I finally get to the top of these falls and I I look around and I'm like, but there's no more elevation. Maybe you better look at the directions. I said, so let me look at the direction. Instead of looking at what the picture of the falls, I look at the direction. I'm like, Oh, (laughs) I thought it said, go the first right, go up the stream until you go under I-90. It said, go under 90 and take the first stream to the right right, and then go. Oh, that's what it was. It was so steep. Bill slid back down it on his butt and I opted to slide down the cliff. (laughs) Yeah, the ledge, the through the leaves. And I do have some- I'm like, just hung on to slid down with leaves. I'm like, I'm not going back down that I do have some video of it. It looked pretty cool. And then she stopped the paws by a tree and she ruined my video. So- (laughs) I was pretty sad about that, actually. So I'm like, you just ruined my video. Seriously, like, she wouldn't stay out in the waves. The other day, I was taking video, and she wouldn't stay out in the waves, and it washed over the back of her boat. I didn't kayak. I didn't know that. Soaked me. And I'm like, this is really cool video. You won't even stay in those waves. I mean, you came right in. She goes, well, I didn't know what you wanted to do. You know, so it was kind of funny. But so I, we had an adventure, you know what I'm saying? Because we climbed two falls, so we had no need to climb. And it was like stinging hilarious. Then we had to come all the way back down. And then we did find the falls we were looking for. This was ended up being a six mile out and back hike that we take on a Sunday afternoon, yeah. starting at like four 30. So we get back like and it's high, high weeds after yeah. eight, all through some mud, weeds over your head weeds, yeah, it was a mess. over brand over logs, under logs. That's this how is she, why I'm lovable. Yes. Cause I went exactly. <laughs> she went with me and a lot of times spouses won't go and they won't do anything with you. They won't go. No, I don't expect you to run because I know you're not going to no. do it. She's allergic to I exercise. Say no to exercise. Literally <laughs> legit. Uh, she gets, I don't know. I'm not saying hives, but she itches. Like so, crazy. So I, I don't expect it's you to. It's working for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't expect you to run. I, there's a lot of things like I don't. 
I mean, you don't have to do that. I don't expect you to do everything. But if you were to leave me alone all the time to go by myself, and sometimes I will go kayak with a, another person. Yeah, sometimes. I'll go with a friend or I'll go, you know, out by myself and take pictures. I don't mind, you know, being alone. But I'd say as a rule of thumb, you know, we should do things together. So you make yourself lovable by going places with me and sacrificing and doing that. And then I make myself more lovable by just being nice. Yeah. That's probably the most important thing I can do in your book is just mm -hmm. be nice. Yeah. Not just the words, but tone I don't of voice. require a lot. But tone of voice too. Which we're going to move. <laughs> yeah, into, tone of voice. We're going to move yeah. into communication now. Yeah. I think part of communication, if we're going to communicate, is listening to the other person. And this is one of the big drawback, I think, for some couples. They they do not listen. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you have to. You know, like you've said before, when they're saying it, sometimes it's already at a point where they're really frustrated right. if they're bringing it up. So, you know, if, if someone has a concern or an issue and they bring it up to us, then we need to make sure that we take it seriously. Yeah. I would say that I would also say another thing that I often say is turn up the volume, especially if you're a guy, if your wife's talking a lot of times, she doesn't say it with the full force with which she feels it. Mm -hmm. So she just kind of, you know, she kind of makes a statement, Hey, you know, I'm kind of frustrated, unhappy. And then you're like, Oh, about what? But because you did blah, 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 blah. Then because she doesn't say anything else about it for the next three months, you think you're fine. Right. You didn't really do anything about it. She's still frustrated. You just didn't listen. Now, instead of being able to correct it at that moment, like at that really key moment before it really started to come far apart. Mm -hmm. Now you're, it's kind of like, okay, you just lost the oil in the engine. Now would be the time to replace that oil. Yeah. Somehow it came out. Now would be the time not run the engine, run the engine, run the engine without oil until it blows apart. Mm -hmm. And this is what some people in essence are doing. They are running their relationship into the ground. They are blowing the engine because the warning light came on via the wife. The warning light was on, came on, and she said, I'm not happy because of this, or it hurts me when this happens, or whatever it is, because she never said it again, you think you're okay. It's okay, yeah. Because the wife knows, a lot of times the women, they know how to go through, like they know how to get by, and they don't, they don't want to argue, they don't want the conflict, they don't want to say anything, they maybe feel like you're not listening, there's a lot of reasons they might not say it until you're really in big, big trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. Right? Yeah, for sure. So I think you need that. Another thing I think with communication is just communicate. You know what I mean? Don't always be watching TV or looking at your phone or on the computer. You know, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, so you're talking back and forth and kind of just sharing the everyday things of life with each other. Because I sometimes you see couples where they really don't spend much time like they're together, but they're not together, right. not really talking or communicating. And you can tend to really grow apart. Well, one thing too, where like yesterday we worked on, I took a day off because I have a wedding, a lot of responsibilities on my normal day off. So I've been trying to actually force myself to take days off. So I don't work seven days a week. And we, everything we did, we did it together. So if mm -hmm. I had to run up and get dirt, even though there's nothing for you to do in the truck, why well, run up and get another? Cause we had to shovel two truckloads of, uh, garden soil into our raised beds just to replenish the soils. It kind of gets pulled out when you pull out roots and it settles mm -hmm. and whatnot. And so we were doing that, but you came, I had you come with me anyway, just so we right. could spend time together. So I just said, well, everything we do today, we're just going to do it together. So if I have to go get another truckload of dirt, we'll just ride together. Mm -hmm. I'd rather just do it that way. And then later on in the day when we were doing stuff, well, let's just stick together 
and we'll we'll do this together, and then we'll do this together. And we just it was nice, yeah, we even just though we were working all day. Together, yeah. We did get the raised beds in, and you know we spent time together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. But talking, talking, communicating, spending that time, giving the person the time. I know guys appreciate shoulder to shoulder time. Mm-hmm. Wives appreciate face to face time. Yeah. So for a guy, he thinks that if we were all day long and we we're working shoulder to shoulder, that counts as time together. Mm-hmm. A wife would rather no, just sit down with me. Talk to me, look at me, show interest, right? Yeah. I'm not saying you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying your typical women. Yeah. In, in I like general. shoulder to shoulder too. Yeah, you like shoulder to shoulder too. <laughs> I'm a doer. I'm, it kind of spoils <laughs> me, actually. Uh, 1 Peter 3 7, husbands in the same way, be considered as you live with your wives, treat them with respect as a weaker partner and as heirs with you, the gracious gift of life, so that nothing will hinder your prayers. I think it's such an important verse. You know, like I'm supposed to live with you in a considerate way. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to listen to you because I need to live with you in an understanding way. I can't live with you in, a, in an understanding way if I'm not listening to you. If I'm not trying to really understand, if I only care about me and what I want and I just bulldoze you. Mm-hmm. And by the way, couples retreat is a really great movie. I'm not well, saying they don't have some questionable inappropriate parts, inappropriate spots on there. Cause they do, but man, they really delve into that. I feel like I'm getting bulldozed or I feel like you're not listening to remember the one guy. He just never listens to his wife when she wants to talk about the kitchen. Yeah. Every time she wants to talk about the kitchen, he absolutely tunes her out. Yeah. Cause it's not important to him. It's not important. Right. Because he's tired because he worked all day. I don't have time to listen to you. And then they get into marriage counseling, which they didn't even want in the first place, which is so funny. And, you know, how's your marriage? Well, we, we get through. Yeah, we get through things. We get through things. Hmm. You get through hmm. the He's writing stuff down. You know what I'm saying? And then the guy goes, I really don't want you to write stuff down. He goes, he goes would you like it if I wouldn't write it down? The counselor says, yeah, I'd like it, Vince Vaughn said. I'd like it if you didn't write stuff down. Okay, hmm, interesting. And he writes that down. (laughs) (laughs) That movie is so funny. But it does delve into that, like, a lot of the couples just aren't having fun. Yeah. Like, they're not... They're not doing things together. They're just going through life and everything's about the business of marriage. Everything's about just working. Everything's just about the kids, everything. And they don't go out. And it just pointed out how so many of these couples just didn't go out. I mean, they all thought they were okay. They, They go to this retreat and then they realize, man, you know, we're not really doing what we yeah, need to investing be doing. In. Yeah, right. it's true. And you know, your marriage, if you have children and you know, responsibilities, it's never going to be the same as it was when you were dating or first married and you had no responsibilities except just to do stuff with each other. But I think that that's where you especially need to schedule that time in there to just do things together and things right. that are fun. Yeah. And I mean, we come up with the Memorial Day weekend. I've got a wedding, so I'm going to be a busy Friday night, Saturday. Well, pretty much most of the day, Saturday, Sunday till noon. After that, I look forward to whatever kids can be around to see me. Mm-hmm. Um, that, but we don't mind that. Like some of our time is just spending time with family. Always oh, yeah. was. Of course, you love it. Yeah. <clears throat> Always was. You know, mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time with our kids, but there's also time for you and me. Yeah, we just go and do things ourselves. Right, all the time. I yeah. mean, we, we yeah, constantly we go. We're open to other our people. Our kids don't want to go hiking all the time with no, us. they don't. <laughs> so, <clears throat> fooey on them. That's all I can say. <laughs> I, I really do think, though, that time, that understanding way, doing things together, all those things are super, super, super yeah. important when it Absolutely. comes to relationships. Yeah. Again, slow to speak, quick to listen, mm-hmm. slow to become angry. Because a lot of times you just get to that point where we just put other things as more important than the relationship. And when when it comes to the end of the day, the bills that I pay, the things I choose to do, Let's say if somebody put on weight or not, 
how busy they were or not is not the relationship. And, mm-hmm. and if I somehow mess up the relationship because I've made some way lesser thing, like where shoes go, and I made everything about that and I drove everyone around me crazy instead of just really working on that relationship, I think it's a mistake. Yeah. I think that when we think about our goals and we think about what's important to us and what our expectations are, there has to be some comparisons of relevance to the actual relationship itself. Mm-hmm. So me being mad at you over something petty, maybe you didn't tell me something or whatever. I mean, I'm just trying to think of something. And that's not nearly as important as our relationship. Right. And there have been days, honestly, where I've ruined our day Because I was upset you missed a turn. Yeah. Isn't it true? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, you're hard sailing. (sighs) I've gotten, well, the thing that aggravated me, I spent 500 bucks in my truck to get her a big map right on the front screen so we didn't miss things. And, uh, yeah, and sometimes I'm like, it was right there. Yeah, it was worse the one day when I forgot glasses and I couldn't read it. It Well, it doesn't matter. It's not the point. The point is... Was it stupid for you to miss the turn? Of course it was. But it wasn't. <laughs> my, my favorite story. Okay, so we were yard selling one day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wait, before you say anything, I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm just joking. So, right. Bill always gets uptight. Like, if I miss turn, I got to turn around the driveway. It's like it's a constant thing, you know. And um, so one day he was driving, and the kids are in the car. <laughs> GPS is on, and it's one of those intersections where there's, like, a turn and then a turn. And he turned at the first one instead of the second one, which is the one he was supposed to turn at. And he's like, oh, I turned at the wrong one. He goes, well, the Lord must have wanted me to go this way for some reason. I'm like, ah, <laughs> when you make a wrong turn, it's a spiritual thing. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we still laugh about it. Exactly. I'm we like, the Lord must want me to turn around this driveway. <laughs> It was years ago. They still laugh about it. Did you hear me? This is why, guys, you have to be careful what you say because they will be laughing at you. If you make the wrong excuse, you make a bad excuse. Like, I played a bad card. I admit it. I I played the God's will card. I'm missing a turn, which I never let Jerry play the God's will card, which he misses a turn. And they have reminded me about that every time. Oh, if they miss, oh must be God's will. I missed the turn. So uh, we've laughed about that for a oh, long yeah. time. And I did think it was funny, even when you guys were picking on me, like I can take being ribbed. Like I love it when people, it's like my love language. How do you show love? Pick on me. It's yeah. like like my love language. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I just feel like you were, you were right. So it was a funny story and patience. So not ruining that. I mean, I'm trying yeah. to wonder why do we start telling this story? Oh, because you know, I've ruined days because I've, you know, gotten upset about things that aren't as important as you. Right. That don't matter. That don't right. matter. And I think sometimes when you start getting barky, like I used to teach all the kids this and I'll close, I'll close with this. You, you get to be a pace setter, especially in the morning, you know, when you're working with your family. And I used to tell our children as they were in their teenage years, every one of you guys can be a pace setter for this day. Right. And you can set the tone for the rest of the day here at breakfast and you can set a grumpy tone and get all of us upset and mad, which they did at times, Mm -hmm. or you can set a positive tone. Well, whatever tone you're setting when you're first getting off in your day is going to be a tone that can carry you for the next several hours. Mm -hmm. And what I found is sometimes when I, as a pace setter, had an opportunity to set a more positive pace, when I set a negative pace, that affects the day in a negative way, which no one is having fun when everyone's mad at each other. It set a negative tone. Right. And sometimes if I'm not careful, I'm setting a negative tone with my spouse. 
And I don't want to set a negative tone. I want to set a positive tone. Like I'm a pace setter for the relationship. Mm -hmm. So what tone, I think is a super important point. What tone am I setting for you? And I appreciate all your patience with me over the years. And I feel like we haven't had a fight in a long time. I mean, it just seems like, which is, Pretty staggering as I think about it. I mean, because we quibble from time to time. Just about stupid stuff. The stupid stuff, but I can't think of anything. Like, even quibbling, I'm like, man, have I mellowed out that much in my life? (laughs) Maybe I did finally grow up. I don't know, but it's important. I think it's important that we get along. Mm -hmm. It's important that I care. And I I really was thinking about today before doing this show, like, how can I make myself more lovable to my wife? How can I make myself? Because I always want to get better. You know, always strive to want to improve the relationship. I'm never content. So, well, you know, you could do this, Bill, or you could do this. You know, how can you serve your wife? What can you do for her? You got to think about these things too, right? right? So marriage, that's marriage. So we hope that you've appreciated uh, tuning into this podcast. Feel free to share it. Feel free to subscribe to the church YouTube page. Uh, feel yeah. free to subscribe to if you if you hear it on Way to Go at uh, Podbean. Uh, feel free to subscribe and follow us there too. But anyway, you all have a great and an awesome week. Keep working on that marriage. Never give up.